This is episode 107 of the Hillcrest Duo. Today is Saturday, October the 19th, 2019, 10, 19, 19. And uh, it's been a while. Our last podcast we cut was on August the 17th of 2019. So it's been like two months yeah. since Mr. Brad Risto and myself, Metal John, have sat down to cut a podcast. Hi, everybody. You could follow me on Twitter at Metal John Radio and Brad Risto. I'm at Brad Risto on Twitter. Yeah, since it's been about two months since we cut a podcast, a lot has changed in our lives. Brad has gotten older. I have yeah. gotten younger. You um, wish. And we both have traveled uh, a little bit. We both have worked a little bit. We both have done cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, this episode is sort of a, a catch-up episode because uh, a lot no has doubt. gone on over the last two months. Yes, we will get into earnest on the things we usually review probably next week or the week after that because obviously the DC Universe on the CW has Crisis on Infinite Earths coming up. Oh my God, the announcements coming from that. This might be the best crossover they've ever done. Well, it's Arrow's last year, and they are just going all out. Yeah, but I mean, some of the news, like how they're bringing, uh, they're tying in Batman 89. Yeah. They're, uh, Kevin Conroy is going to play. Old Bruce Wayne. Old Bruce Wayne. There's just. Lots of cool stuff. Oh, you got no. Brandon Ruth putting on the Superman costume again. Being so many awesome. I cannot Superman. wait. I cannot wait for like this crossover. This crossover is probably going to be the best of the crossovers they've ever done. So oh, no doubt. I'm, I'm really pumped well, for that. Let's think about it. They've been doing all these crossovers basically leading up to this event. Yeah. And uh, Batwoman has just started. We're two episodes in. I've watched both episodes. I know you haven't started watching it yet. I was on um, vacation. Just a quick thought on that real quick. Uh, I really enjoy Batwoman. Uh, they do a, There's a lot of overhead shots of Chicago. Nice. Obviously, the whole movie set in Chicago slash Gotham City. Yeah. And so, so they've really done a good job at making you seem like every little piece of this series is filmed in Chicago, even though it's not. But... I really I like really how how think I'm, that's cool though that in every DC universe now canonically Chicago is Gotham. I love it. I love it, and it's just nice. Obviously, New York gets to be Metropolis, whatever. What um, National City gets to be LA, and we get to be Gotham, and I like that. Yeah, I like that too. So uh, we've got that going, and the series so far, only two episodes in, I really am enjoying it. So as being a Batman fan and a fan of you know, anything Batman-related, I'm enjoying the series so far, two episodes in. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, a lot of stuff. The Joker movie came out. I've seen it twice. You've seen it zero times. Yes, I'm ambivalent, so maybe you can sell me on it because I've heard great things about it, and I've heard that it's just okay. All right, so I'll give you the non-spoiler review here. Um, I love it. It's fantastic. What it does is it gives a backstory to a character that's never had a backstory. Which a lot of people... I mean, yeah, he's yeah, had some people, he's had yes. some backstories, but he's never had an origin story. And here's a movie that says, we're putting in a villain. You know how it's going to play out. We're going to make this character raw. We're going to make him a, you know, a victim of bullying 
and 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 he's gonna just rebel against society. If you like the movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas, it's very similar to Falling Down, but obviously a lot darker, more sinister, a little bit more creepier with the mm-hmm. clown stuff. You know how it's going to play out, right? So it's just enjoying the roller coaster ride. But he's the anti-hero. There is no hero in this movie, and there is no. Uh, I mean, they kind of portray the being society like he's a product of a bad society a bad upbringing and this is his revenge on everything and that's really in a nutshell what it is and i loved it and obviously a lot of people think it promotes chaos the 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 critics of the movie out there think oh it's too dark It, it 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 goes to show you if you get bullied all you should do is get a gun and kill everybody no, that's not what the movie's telling you to do. <laughs> I mean, are horror movies telling you uh, just get a knife and kill people because that's cool well, and everybody likes it? No. Like, the, case, the movie doesn't well, send a message. It's not a documentary, you know? It's, it's well, a I'll movie. Leave, I will um, leave my my own views to when I see it, but the, I believe the argument is more it's glorifying it because Joker is the protagonist. In the horror movies, those guys are the antagonist yeah but you don't root for the babysitter to win in those movies i do not me i i mean i watch watch a friday the 13th movie and i'm 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 in it for the body count i want to know how many people jason's gonna kill i don't i don't think about how they're gonna stop him Mm. (laughs) you see i by the way i've been not really watching it but i always see the commercials for the purge television series and oh yeah I, i think i've figured out one problem with what the purge universe would be after about three years, everyone would be just in their houses d- illegally downloading things and breaking those laws instead. I would be, I'm like, I'm illegally downloading, and that would uh, just ruin the Purge. No, this is not what Purge Night was for. You're supposed to be out maiming and murdering. You're ruining what Purge is for. Whatever. I stole your bank account. It's mine now. <laughs> your money is mine. That's a very good idea. Uh, speaking of TV series, though, um, The Watchmen it starts tomorrow night. Yes, I, I kind I of, have... I, I kind of was wondering, what, when does this come out? I thought it comes out around now. Did mm-hmm. I miss it? And then I see a tweet this morning: Watchmen tomorrow night. I'm like, oh, thank God for the reminder. DVR set, ready to go. Gonna watch that. By the way, um, uh, tickets for Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker go on sale on Monday, which probably means we're gonna get the trailer drop Monday. Oh, there's another Star Wars movie? Yes. I know. I can't wait. Yes. I am so excited about that. But you and I have both done some traveling since August. And we I do want to point out one thing I'm glad we didn't have to come in and talk about because one of our last podcasts was right before the Spider-Man MCU divorce. And I just would have been so bummed. I did not want to have to talk about that. And since then, they've divorced and got back together for at least one more movie until... And this is my prediction. Until Marvel buys Spider-Man back from Sony. Yeah. That's my prediction, that this is just a placeholder till Mar- uh, Marvel slash Disney just give them the whatever billions amount of dollars they want for them. That was my thought when all of that was going on. So this whole divorce thing going on, people seem to be taking sides like you had... Most of the people taking Marvel Disney side saying, no, yeah. you know, it's, it should be their property. Like, you know, they should be splitting it with them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, I'm like, well, Sony, uh, it, it's their property. Um, for, and, for movies. Yeah. And 
like they have the rights to it. Like yeah. I, I mean, if you had if you had the rights to it, like, and all of a sudden they're saying, oh, "Why don't you give us fifty percent?" Oh like, well, no, they no, would, no, they <laughs> wanted to split fifty the production fifty percent and um uh, split then the profits fifty percent. They were going to also put fifty percent up. That's an important detail. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, and and I mean, there's nothing wrong with asking that and i don't blame sony for saying no i mean this is like the one and only thing that they still can hold on to you know in yeah. all in all of the comic book universe movies so uh i mean if i was sony though yeah i would have countered and said how about you just give me 50 billion dollars and you could have it i thought you're there was disney a, I thought- you have every you have you have every dollar amount there i mean just overpaid by 300 times and get it over with yeah i mean it'll be the biggest buy of something ever but just do You're it and get it the, over with. yeah just get it over with because and i agree i think that that's the move that I they think, need to make but also if i'm sony i'm thinking well if we do that what do we have left well i'd have i'd have to d- dive into that but they could uh, think up some fresh ips anyway yeah for sure you don't need to do remakes all the time yeah I did, uh, speaking of remakes, I saw the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I will be seeing that once um, it goes wide. There's a movie that just, uh, I mean, it's the typical Kevin Smith stoner comedy. So, yeah, I mean, some people are probably going to think a lot of the jokes are stale. I was very entertained with the movie because I know Kevin Smith's yes. life. He makes fun of himself. He makes fun of his situation. He makes fun of almost dying. He makes fun of him being a vegan. He makes fun of reboots and remakes, and oh, yeah. they have this huge discussion early in the movie on the difference between a reboot and a remake, and it's one of the funniest discussions I look ever. forward to seeing this one when it goes wide, because I didn't do the Fathom events with the bonus stuff, yeah. but once it goes wide, I will be seeing it. All right, cool, and we'll put that on the on the docket as something we'll, we'll talk about Yeah, maybe we'll do a, do- a double feature of something. I don't know. But All let's right. talk about what we've done. Now, I th- maybe... Um, I guess I'll start because yeah, go for it. Last week, actually, only I went out west and went to California for the first time in my life. Actually, by the way, first of all, California drivers, you're all psychos. We're driving down a seven-lane highway with no one around, and you still just cut across three lanes of traffic to cut me off. You guys are all insane. You- uh, ditto to that. <laughs> because th- that literally happened. Barely anyone around, just cut across three lanes to be right in front of me. I've got an example as well, because I was in <laughs> California at the same time, and I'm following GPS, okay? GPS says, make a right-hand turn in 0.4 of a mile. What do I do? I get in the right-hand lane to make yeah. the right-hand turn. Of course. What do LA drivers do? They wait until they get to the light, and then they cut across two lanes of traffic and they, cut everybody off to make the right-hand turn, which makes my lane at a dead stop and sit through three cycles of lights because everybody whizzes by you on the left and then just turns and psychos. cuts you off. That's how people drive in L.A. So if you want to go to L.A., you have to adapt to that society and just cut everybody off to do whatever you want and don't wait in line. Do it's not, all about do not you. wait your turn. You do not wait your turn. Me, me, me first, then maybe you. But no, one out west. Luckily for me, um, last Sunday, I did not have to watch that Bears-Raiders game. I was at SeaWorld having Ooh. a great time. Did you get wet? Yes, we got very wet when okay. the whales um, jumped out of the water and did the little flap with their tails. All right, so hold on. So check mark here. We're both in California. You 
We both we both had bad LA driving experience. Yeah. We both got wet. Okay, Chuck. All right, move on. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then did some of the regular San Diego things because this was a two part um, vacation for me. Went to did you the, fly to San Diego or? Oh yes. Okay. But I flew not first class, but. Well, was supposed to fly the American Airline uh, Advanced Economy, where you get like six extra inches of leg room, but then they switched planes on us and threw us in the back of the plane, which stunk. Oh, with all the norms. Well, not that th- <laughs> it was all the norms. It was, we were probably going to buy a lunch on the flight because it was a 10 o'clock flight, but because of us moving from the front of the coach cabin to the very back, they ran out of food. Mm-hmm. At least the food we wanted. Luckily, even the flight crew thought we kind of got screwed, so they gave us some f- of the free snack stuff. All right. But regardless, it was a great trip. We went to the Midway Museum. Went to the Oh, I, I've been on that. That's cool. It's so cool. And there's a great I, I like how it's not a tour. You just roam. Do whatever you want. Well, there's the, um, uh, the headphones, but actually we did have a tour because my father is an old Navy man and was a had at least a little bit of experience on them. He was actually on a much smaller ship, a destroyer, but he was on an aircraft carrier every now and then. And he took us on a tour of it. And it was just great telling us all about how when you see the captain's quarters um, at the bottom, he's barely ever there because most of the time he'll be up at the captain's um, uh, quarters up on deck by the um, uh, wheelhouse because otherwise if there's a problem, it, can't be fixed right away so he doesn't unless they're in port he's not down there okay also the admiral if he comes on board does not get to tell the captain how to steer the ship it's the captain's ship the admiral's in charge of the fleet he can tell say we're going to a different area the fleet is but he can't tell the captain how to get there oh it's the captain's ship the admiral's fleet so the admiral can't say I'm the captain now. No, he, that's not what he can do. That would right. <laughs> that would be bad. One thing I liked about that little bay area there with the uh, where the midway's at is yeah. I like how you know the navy base is right yeah. right down the stream or whatever, and you'll see battleships right like, like coming bay. by. Like yeah. I mean, I must saw two or three battleships like like going I saw, out to sea. I, I think like, oh, I saw so two. Air, we saw two aircraft carriers going out. Yeah, it was pretty. But it was cool. great. Um, Did you see? The San Diego Convention Center. We did not. We did not. I drove by it, and I was like, that's that's the holy grail. And that's where I'm hoping to go. I believe open registration is maybe in two weeks. They haven't announced when it is for next year. Yeah, they have announced uh, when returning people can they, start that making. That was last week. Yeah. They, so they started that. That's step one. Then step two is for all you schmucks who like don't know I, how to get tickets. That's when we'll give you some leftovers, maybe. E- even if I only can get a one day, I'll probably do it no, next same. year. Yeah. And then like, okay, I might not even make it to, to this year. But now, the next year after, I get to do the returning. So that my goal is to just try and get a ticket. Yep. Even if it's for like the Thursday. Even or, if it's for the yeah. Thursday, I'm, I probably won't go. I'll just count it as a $70 loss and an investment in the future. But we did the Midway. We did the San Diego Zoo. And of oh, course, that's a nice zoo. And, of course, we were in an area of San Diego called Mission Beach. Oh, I've been there. Which, obviously, is just this little sliver of land between the bay and the ocean. Yep. And I ran every day along the ocean side. Ruined my run every day by having some kind of fatty food I saw while running. 
the best day being Wednesday when I saw this place called Woody's Ooh. that had breakfast and burgers, and I had a breakfast burger and a beer while you were here toiling away. No, wait, no, you are actually not here, but while the rest of the normies were here at 9 a.m. toiling away at work. And, of course, we went on in the water because this is when the water is at its warmest, actually, in California. Yeah, and then so after San Diego, you drove up to Anaheim. Drove up to Anaheim, got a flat tire. I did see your uh, your post on that. That's all. That was nice of you to help change the flat tire. Yes, I, we changed the flat tire. Did the I did the grunt work, but got up to Anaheim, went to Disneyland, went to the Galaxy's Edge, and I'm a Jedi now. I got a lightsaber. I spent two hundred fifteen of my hard earned money. And gave it to a giant rat. All right. So this is a pretty cool lightsaber. Custom. Um, I will say, and I'm not not knocking this, but like at like some of the conventions, the people that sell these, they sell them for about the same price. Now, yes. what's custom about this lightsaber? Well. You get to decide the color. To, you get to decide your lightsaber color. And there are one, two, three, four, five little components that come, acro- come out and are interchangeable. You have... A choice of four builds that all have, I guess, probably around eight or 16 different pieces total, and you can swap and choose as you like from the original build. What's really surprising is the money that Disney is leaving on the table because these components that I'm now showing you and the audience is listening to, you can't buy them at the antique shop next door you can buy different crystal colors different saber colors but you can't buy the metal parts i'd always be worried about this breaking you know you can buy up more i'm sure okay because it kind of looks like one of those like tube uh it's plexiglass yeah that's that's nice though so i mean when i was in california i did not go to um disney i went to universal instead Mm mm-hmm but I knew some people that went to Disney, and they did the thing where you build your own like BB-8. Yes, that's a hundred. And bucks. it's and it's like an assembly line. Yes, it's and, awesome. And they took I, videos, and I saw the and that looks awesome. That you can that one you can see if you're um not a um a paying customer. This one is behind closed doors, and you only get into so it. So you have to reserve your spot you, to for build both it. of them. You have to reserve a spot. So if you're going two weeks out, reserve a spot to make sure you get in. Also went to the um, uh, cantina. So oh, the cantina. Oh, I saw that. Is it awesome? It's awesome. There are $45 drinks where you get a souvenir or just a bunch of other drinks. The rules are you might not get a booth. You might have to stand. And you have a two-drink maximum, and you're only allowed there for 45 minutes, Then they want you out, obviously, at least right now. Yeah, they don't want you to hang out there all day. Uh, so can have. you make a reservation? Yes, you can. But once again, two weeks in advance, if you're not staying on property, okay. I think. Uh, the reason why I'm asking these questions, because I'm going in March. Yes, make sure. And we're going to do, we're going to go like on a Wednesday in March. Okay. And uh, so kids will be in school. Obviously, there's still going to be people at Disney. It's going to be crowded. Oh, I, that's um, what we thought it would we're going to But we're going to do the park hopper where we go to both parks. And make, so, yes, make sure to do the park and, hopper. And we're going to pre-book fast passes, but... Don't worry about that part because you can do that the day of. But stay to do some of these things, especially the cantina, building the lightsaber. You can book two weeks in advance. Two I don't weeks. think I'm gonna do the lightsaber, but I I am very interested in the BB-8 thing. Regardless, I might, I might do that, still yeah. two weeks in advance is when you can book and make sure you do it. For California, that means 
The reservations open at 9 a.m. Chicago time. Make sure you have your account. Make sure you're ready. Go in, pick your time, and just get it over with because otherwise they'll be gone. They go that fast. You have that two now. I remember when they first opened Galaxy's Edge because uh, it's a you know it's a division of the park. It's a you know a theme of the park. Yes. Um, do they still char? Do they still like monitor the amount of people that are allowed in there? Technically, it- yes. They if it gets too full, they'll have boarding groups. But right now, the park isn't as full, so you. We it was when they first it. opened. It's yes. like you needed almost like a separate like time ticket to get into the Galaxy's Edge. Yes, and they still technically will do that if it's too full. But if there are boarding groups that day. By you having a reservation at a Star Wars thing, you and your guests for um, a, a lightsaber build, it's up to three people, you, people, you and two guests. and Or if you just book a reservation at the cantina, all your guests get in about an hour early. So if it is back to boarding groups come March and you have your reservation, you'll get in regardless. Got it. All right. So tell me more about Galaxy's Edge. Besides, obviously, you got the cool well, stuff you could build. You got the Cantina. Uh, how many rides are there? Is there one? Right or two? now, there's just the one. By the time you go, the second one will be open. But make sure you do the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run because it's just a fun ride. It's basically a giant video game, but there are a total of three positions for six people. There's a pilot and co-pilot, two gunners, and two engineers. Pilots obviously get to fly the Falcon. Gunners get to shoot at all the baddies, and engineers fix what the pilots screw up, and if you're a pilot, you're going to screw up a lot. But it's really cool because it has all the buttons you see from the movie. And it says, okay, hit this button to get us going. Okay, pull the lever to go to light speed. And then you go to light speed. Do they have fast pass for this? They do, but it, uh, if you don't um, book it right away, you're going to well, be... Well, fast pass for people not staying on Disney property for California, you can start booking your times i think like three months early uh yes or it are could you, be like six weeks it's, it's are you it's, staying on property no you see you'll only get the day of okay. once the park opens and you might even and i'm pretty sure you have to be on the property it can tell on your phone whether you're on property or not okay they're they're very smart about this and you can oh I'm, yeah because i know i mean uh so last time i was there obviously the big big thing they had was um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I did. Isn't it awesome? Well, I'll get to that. That was the next day. But yes, um, Star Wars Galaxy Edge has a great ride. A nice, a pretty nice um, regular just kind of sit, well, not sit down, but a nice fast foodie restaurant. And overall, just a great time because you're going to get lost in just the feeling of being there. You'll see stormtroopers. I was questioned by Kylo Ren because he saw my lightsaber. So I got questioned by stormtroopers and Kylo Ren. Make and sure they didn't was, confiscate it? No, they can't confiscate it, but you they do should. get questioned whether you're loyal to the First Order. Mm-hmm. And would you tell them? Of course. No, no, just a collector. Yeah. Um, I found this on the ground. Found it. Do you want it? You want it? I mean, here you go, Kylo. All hail Lord Kylo. Woo. Go First Order. But it's just a great time just walking around you feel like you're there i mean disney's great at making their lands feel like you're in that area but this one they took it up a few notches uh question for you because i saw this on the news the little coke bottles i guess you're not allowed to bring those on the airplane no you are now they, you they are cha- they changed they, they changed it again yes. they changed it back okay Six did you bucks. get one of those sprite 
So how, did it taste any different? No, it doesn't taste any different. It's just a, it looks like a thermal detonator, so it's awesome. Mm. That's at my office at work. Oh, so you brought home a Sprite one and just a Sprite one? Or? Just a Sprite one. I, I like Sprite. See, what I think I'm going to end up doing, because when I go in March, and we'll talk about this maybe closer to March, so I'm probably going to load up on stuff at Disney and then go to a UPS store and just mail it all to myself. Because Smart. after Disney, I'm getting on a cruise for seven days, and I want to pull all this stuff on a cruise ship right. and still bring it all home. Okay, so... Yes, we spent most of our first day in Disneyland in Star Wars Galaxy Edge. We did a few more rides, but basically all the time was spent there. But next day, we go across the way, because once again, get the park hopper, because it really is right next door to each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've always said this about Disneyland in California. It's one gigantic park split in half. Yes, it's a ripoff, no, There's no monorails or anything you have to take. $50 you have to pay for Park Hopper is the most egregious thing they make you pay for, because it should just be one park. I say, hey, let's just draw a line here and make it two parks. But regardless, (laughs) we went to Disney's California Adventure, and I had a great time there. First ride we tried to go on was Woody's um, uh, Midway Shoot-Em-Up, but just as we were getting up to the front... It broke down. Oh, that's a fun ride, too. But that's bad news. Good news, we got a super fast pass that was good for any ride in the park. Oh, so Guardians. No, we, we had already booked Guardians. Oh, okay. So we got a second one to go anywhere. Cars. Yes. Oh, we that's a fun cars. ride. We lost, but it is so much fun just whipping around that area, and it's just... The beginning of it, where you just feel like you're driving around Radiator Springs. Actually, the whole Radiator Springs Cars Land is awesome. I was telling my sister-in-law, like, this whole area is basically... It's Radiator Springs, 100%. It's like walking on the side of the show, yeah. Or movie. Movie. Just go there, but that was the ride we did. Right after that, we did go to Guardians of the Galaxy. The line was really long for Fast Pass because, unfortunately, it also had a breakdown. But this be- ended up being in my benefit because while we were waiting in the Fast Pass line, do you know what happened? Star Lord and Gamora's dance off. Oh, nice. The show that happens in front of it. And it is great fun. So a guy was obviously, a kid was obviously wearing a Star Lord shirt and our chunky, your, but probably just as handsome as Chris Pratt, Star Lord said. You're wearing that sh- shirt with the slightly uglier version of me. Nice. <laughs> uh, so when I was there uh, and did both Cars and, and Guardians Cars, I got in the single rider line. Yeah, single rider lines are great, by the way. Yeah, so we did that. There was three of us. We just said, let's just do single rider line and avoid the hour and a half wait. Um, for Guardians, so a funny story about this. When I went to Disney, uh, Guardians was brand new and had only been open for maybe a month, maybe two months when I had went. And we went to the park the minute they opened, which was like 9 a.m., walked straight to the Fast Pass and grabbed the Fast Pass for Guardians, and it printed out a time of 5 p.m. Ooh, yeah. That was when the park opened. Fast Passes were already at 5 p.m. And then we walked around, we we killed her. I mean, and within an hour, Fast Passes were gone for the entire day. Um, So we ended up doing it, and uh, in our group was... uh, a tour so like a disney person giving a tour yeah and she was telling us while we're waiting to get on the ride she's like yeah she's like so i'm with a tour and we just walk i just take them to every ride she's like so i get to ride all the rides too and she was telling us that guardians has like six different songs that play when you're riding the ride oh no 
And she's like, yeah. She's like, so there's six different songs. And she's like, so, and she was naming off some of them. The one that's so that's what I was going to ask you. So the song we got when we wrote it was um, "I Want You Back" by Jackson Five. No, we didn't get that one. I forget who we got, but it was so much fun. It's yeah. Just, the my only downside is unlike the former, the Tower of Terror, which this used to be, it doesn't tilt you forward when you get up to the top, like the one in Orlando. Yeah, I hope the one in Orlando, which is still Tower of Can't. Terror, you cannot change that. Well, the, they the, they couldn't change it anyway. I don't want because. Them to of a was uh, agreement Disney well Marvel made with Universal that east of the um, Mississippi there cannot be any Marvel parks from Disney, only at Universal Islands of Adventure. Got it. So, th- but I did get to see them building the new um uh, MCU universe in uh, California Adventure, which I look forward to going to. Nice. Met Captain America. Yeah. Tried to meet Spider-Man, but his line was too long. Mm. Did you get your autograph book signed? I didn't do the autograph book. Went back to Disneyland, wrote um, some single rider stuff, did the Indiana Jones ride, did the Haunted House. Haunted Mansion's cool. Haunted Mansion. And did um, uh, both the Matterhorn and the version of um, Big Thunder Mountain of California. Then went back to California Adventure... Went to dinner at the wine bar, by the way, once again. Did you ride the roller coaster? Did not. Did not have time for that one. But once again. Oh, did you ride the Ferris wheel? The one where you could do the, the, the no, tilting cars I, or the, I did, oh my God. But we God. did the um, uh, flight one. Oh, okay. Soren? Yes. Soren's cool. But went to the wine country um, uh, restaurant, by the way, if you do go to when you go to Disneyland take the time to book a reservation at one of the sit down restaurants at least one night yeah it's oh we always do yeah it's worth it to give you time to refresh and they have they actually have good food yeah you don't have to worry about standing in and a line for chicken fingers yes yeah. and you they'll bring you a beer you'll get good food you'll refresh watch relax the, watch sit the, on a hard di- watch the day chair. turn into night have a good time yeah. But that was my California trip, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And in some ways, coming home to the weather we've had here in Chicago made me appreciate it all the more. But you were also in California seeing your favorite band. Yeah, I was I was out there um, for just two and a half days, and I crammed a lot in those two and a half days. I went out there. Uh, I stayed in Inglewood right by the LAX airport. Um, a few things, a few bucket list things I really wanted to do is I really want to go see the original Halloween house, which is in South Pasadena from the Inglewood Hollywood area. It's about a 17 mile drive. Transfer that to LA time, uh, an hour and a half to get there. Oh God. So I drove all the way to Pasadena to go see the Halloween, the original Michael Myers Halloween house, which is now like a chiropractor's office. Awesome. The house itself though. And this is interesting. You could look this up online. The house itself is not in the original location. Uh, the original location is like a block away. And the people who bought the house obviously want to preserve it. And they moved the house. It's like right by these train tracks and a train station there in the Pasadena. And the South Pasadena area is a very nice, like almost a Naperville feeling kind yeah. of kind of town. Um, and then a few blocks away is the famous Hedges. I had to go see the Hedges of course. from the Halloween movie. The Hedges, Michael Myers stands behind, and and then Jamie uh, uh, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis, Curtis 
walks up to the hedges and looks around the corner. So I went to the famous hedges. I did the walk a few times. I videotaped it. I Instagrammed it, you know, at Metal John Radio on my Instagram. You can see all my videos and photos. Um, and then I was like, okay, now I got to go see the Nightmare on Elm Street house, Nancy's house from the original movie. Found out that that's actually in Hollywood, probably just a few blocks away from like all the big Hollywood sites. And I was like, oh, I thought that was in Pasadena too. So I ended up driving back to Hollywood Went by that house, took some photos, a um, couple other bucket list things. I wanted to go see the tar pits. I saw the tar pit in Hollywood, um, you know, from the movie Volcano. Remember, that's where the volcano, like... Well, also just where a bunch of dinosaurs died. Yes. And I was trying to do some history on the tar pit. So, from what I understand, the tar pit formed from, like, asphalt on all the highways, like, settling and just, like, having nowhere to go. And it mm -hmm. all just kind of formed this pit because it smells like asphalt there. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, checked out the tar pit. Um, one of my favorite things to do around this time of the year is the Halloween Horror Nights. I did it a few years ago at Universal Orlando. Had to do it this year at Universal Hollywood. Yes, I wanted to do that, but like you said, L.A. driving time to get yeah. up from... South Anaheim to North LA. Oh, and this is like the far, like north, northeast side of Hollywood, northwest. It's West Hollywood. It's like the far, like northwest of Hollywood. You basically have to drive through Hollywood to get to it. Yes. Um. We, so we even from where out. my hotel was, my hotel to Universal, um, is about an eighteen mile drive. Mm -hmm. Took us an hour and a half to do it. Um, on a Thursday night at four thirty p.m. So we left at four thirty p.m. We Got there just before 6 o'clock. Uh, and uh, so Halloween Horror Nights, a lot of fun. They had a Ghostbusters house. I sent some photos I of that. To. What, it was pretty that's what cool. I to go to. Yeah, they had an Us house. I love the movie Us. Uh, that was cool. They had a Stranger Things house. They had this house called Pandora's Box, which I heard was really cool. I do that. But my favorite out of all the houses this year was the Killer Clowns from Outer Space house, which is one of my favorite old school cheesy stupid. horror stupid movies. I loved it because uh, it was you walked into the circus tent and it was like all their haunts. By the way, they're not scary; they're just basically replicas of things from the movie or the TV show that they're themed on. Cool. And it's like walking on the set, so it's like awesome. you're walking through. The Ghostbusters, you know, the the old firehouse. firehouse, you know, and then from there you go into the library, and the library, and, and then you hear the getter, uh, and you know, and and, and then you go into the hotel, and Slimer's got the food cart there, and you know, and then you exit the hotel, and then that. you got Stay Puff Marshmallow Man there, so it's really cool. You're just basically walking on the movie set. Um, so Killer Clowns was cool. Uh, they had some. Special themed food only available during that, Halloween Horror Nights. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you ate that. I got the $15 Slimer dog, which was basically a hot dog. With green ketchup. With No, it's cheese. What, green cheese? The, 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 the green all over the hot dog is it's cheese. Disgusting. It's like a slice of craft cheese that is dyed green. Um, I had to get it's a Slimer dog, so I got that. I also I really wanted the Killer Clowns donut. This thing was a gigantic donut uh, with a cotton candy topping, and they had a straw in it. For anybody who knows the movie, yeah, they put people in cotton candy cocoons, and they put a straw into the cocoon and drink their blood. Uh, so that was kind of uh, a cool thing. I did buy more of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space candy bars, which are cotton candy flavored candy bars with jelly beans in them. I got a couple of them at home, saving them for a rainy day. 
Uh, they also sell a lot of limited edition uh, Halloween Horror Nights merchandise. So, well, I saw like, that. Like they've got collector cups yeah. that have 2019 Halloween Horror Nights stamped on them. So they're, it's not just a typical Ghostbusters cup. I mean, they're limited right. edition only for that. I didn't buy any of the cups. I bought a shot glass for my brother. I uh, got myself a Killer Clowns little toy thing that was exclusive for the event. So I'm oh. making this my thing now. Every October, I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights. Even if I got to fly out on a Wednesday night by myself, go to the park all day by myself on the Express, and then and then come back home on, on a Friday, I, I'm going every year because hmm. I love Halloween Horror Nights. Well, let me know. Maybe I'll be down because that sounds fun. It is fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, you know, and then like you said, I went to went to a concert at the Forum. The Forum, the old historic oh, historic venue there where the Kings, the the Lakers, Lakers used to play. Well, the Kings played there oh, yeah, too. Oh, the Kings. Wait, no, yeah. I was I was thinking Sacramento Kings. I, yeah, uh, no, the Los Angeles Kings. Yes, of I've, Los Angeles. Yes, I keep I kept on free when they have multiple teams. The problem is they both wore purple for a while, so it got really confusing. Yeah. Um, you didn't see any sporting events in Anaheim? No, I've been. I, to, I've been I saw to, the stadium. Yeah, the Ducks Stadium, the Honda Center is really that. cool. Saw the Anna, Angel the Angel Stadium. Stadiums. Too. Yeah, they're really they're right by each other. And then the big trains. Is it the train or bus station? This gigantic dome looking building. I don't know. Right over nearby. Um, Went to a steakhouse one. Oh, night. you got In and Out Burger too. Yes, and you know, I guess if we do go in October, you'll have to tell me because right now, just getting the double double and fries, I was like, this is good. Just on par with everything else, so I'll have to try it your way, I guess, sometime. So most people do say that. Most people just say it's just a cheeseburger. But people like myself, we obsess over it. And we overhype it. You do. You overhype it. It probably... Yeah. I, probably, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. I'm not going to say... I mean, I'll tell people straight up. I'm like, to me, it's the greatest cheeseburger in the world. It's the greatest burger place in the world. I will tell people that, but I do overhype it. Because that's how I am. That's it's my place, right? Just like how some people, maybe around here, they overhype Portillos or pe- Culvers or Culvers. I mean, I don't. And to me, it's like ah, Portillos is a good beef sandwich, but I prefer the local guy down the street that makes beef sandwiches over Portillos. Well, I'm sure you know? that's and, and, and with pizza, well, everybody the- can argue about what's the best pizza in Chicago. Deep dish, thin crust, like everybody's got their opinion on it. But at the end of the day. All pizza in Chicago is good, <laughs> you know, and you kind of get Correct, what you pay but for. But Lou Malnati's is the best. See, exactly. Yeah, um, but I'm glad you tried In and Out Burger, and oh, no like problem I, with what saying it's just okay. I, I mean, I, I get. I it. liked it, it a lot. It was a very good burger, but it was just a very good burger. But yeah. I do want to try it with you sometime because you know their hidden menu. Yes, and that's I think that's probably the problem is they have a hidden menu that you have to know about. More research than I was willing to do, but I wonder if the cantina has a hidden menu. I don't know. I was one thing I was disappointed about because obviously I'm a craft beer snob. I checked in on Untapped. I was hoping there'd be a badge for it, but there wasn't. Oh. I wanted a. I wanted to. Whole get a, trip is ruined. I wanted to get a. I wanted um a fake internet points. Yes. All right. So you were able to get this lightsaber on your airplane home? No problem. It, they, they just asked what it was. I'm like a lightsaber. Okay. Whatever, and then it just came. Didn't even count as a carry-on. It just went in the overhead bin and moved on. Yeah, because when I was uh, flying back from LA, there was a lot of people. You know, they yeah. they, this, the airline Southwest Airlines is like, all right, you're allowed one carry-on and one personal. Yes. 
personal has to be at your seat. Carry on could go in the bend. Well, I was so also... people had their carry on was like a pull behind duffel bag or whatever, but their personal item was like their BB eight, like custom made thing. Yeah. People had bags of like Star Wars stuff and Disney stuff. I'm like, thank God I'm boarding group A, because I don't have to worry about like fighting you for space. Well, <laughs> I was boarding group five on America Airlines, which is just the first of all the normies. normies. Yeah. Because we were in the you first, normie. Because we were in the first row of the um, uh, coach area this time for real, so we also get a separate bin because we don't have room in front of us. We have the bulkhead. Oh yeah. So we get a special bin. So it just went up there and it was perfect. That's fine. a nice carrying case they got. They, yeah. That comes with this thing. That's... But no, it's nice. I would do it, or at least have someone in your group do it, because once again. If one person does it, they can bring two people in to watch them build it. So you can at least get the show. Cause they, oh, there's a show when they build it. Well, it's a little bit of a thing like, okay, you're all here to build a lightsaber. Ooh. So this is probably in reality about a $150 lightsaber, and then you pay 50 bucks to do it behind closed doors. Got it. That's why it costs so much. And do they sell... Those lightsabers very similar to that. Well, they don't. Non customized. You can't build a custom one, but you can build the legacy. You can have a legacy saber, like you can have Luke's lightsaber. You can have Darth Vader's. They sell them at the antique shop, and they sell different crystals. I bought all the colored crystals, so I could have any color lightsaber I want. Okay. But once again, well, I mean, you're prepared for the apocalypse, man. Good they, for you. Once again, they I'm don't not. sell these metal pieces <laughs> to cha- change the look of it. Next door, which is really surprising from the House of Mouse. Are you going to bring that to uh, opening night of the movie to show off? Maybe at least at the very least, just make it uh, bring the bottom portion so it looks like I have a lightsaber. Ooh. Oh yeah, because you could kind of put it in your belt, right? You, can... Did you get the belt, the utility belt? No, but I just I'll just get a carabiner and attach to my belt, mm. and then. Oh. It Makes a like... lot of noise. Is it run on batteries or? Yeah, it's three double A's. Nice. But this has been, I guess, episode 107 of the Hillcrest Duel, unless you have any final thoughts. No. Uh, Coming up on some future episodes, we will talk about the Joker once Brad sees it. Um, We'll we'll get into some Halloween. Maybe we'll do something Halloween related uh, on our next episode. Yeah, we'll. uh, Not just the holiday. Yes, we'll do. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the movie Halloween a little bit. Uh, I need to sit down and rewatch the OG here before Halloween, and I think you're gonna watch it too. And maybe we'll just uh, kind of point out some fun uh, little roasting moments of that. Um, and obviously, all of our TV shows are back, so yeah. we'll have a lot more episodes coming up here in the near future. Sorry about the vacation, but we're back. It's good that you had a good trip to California. I had a good trip to California. He is Brad Risto. At Brad Risto on Twitter. I'm at Metal John Radio on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll see you next time.